Welcome to the Aggressively Average Podcast. Aggressively forced to stay. I get all my facts from my gut. I'm not allowed to go out and do what I want to do. I'm going postal. 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 This is a list of the people who audit that. Enjoy the show. Hello. Welcome to episode 11 of our Aggressively Average podcast. I'm your host, Blake Townsend, and today I'm joined by the Human Torch, Maddie Z, and our special guest, fellow comedian and future sketch comedy writer that you can catch having a very short, laundry-interrupted fireside chats with Blake, Christian Klink. Hey folks, this is the Human Torch here. Hope you're doing well, and we're here yet again for your listening pleasure. Hey everyone, this is Maddie Z. Uh, like a movie sequel, every time you listen to me, my contact gets worse. I'm Christian Klink, and I'm just happy to be here, guys. Thank you. We're glad to have you. If we're thinking, we're drinking. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Hit it! Today, for if we're thinking we're drinking, I am thinking about how the NBA bubble has already burst. No one can seem to stay in it. Zion, I don't know what his reasonings were. They might have been perfectly fine. But he left. Then we got people trying to call in their side pieces. I, that's rude. I don't know if they're side pieces. But they're calling in people they want to sleep with. It just started, people. What do you guys think? Would you be able to survive the NBA bubble or would you fail just like these guys have? I think I don't have the willpower I'd cave. Yeah. Couldn't put myself into succeeding beyond the point that they are, to be honest with you. I don't know. Have you seen Pornhub lately? The quality has gotten better every year. Pretty soon they're going to have like that virtual like reality porn i mean they already got it side piece i already got some of it that is true they're not going to need it though i think if we had virtual reality porn i i could survive for a little bit at least i'll just take that quickly a step further they actually have sex robots made already like actual i have heard that that they have sex robots i just think it's crazy that they don't allow conjugal visits like why not The whole point of the bubble is no conjugal visit. But I mean, like... They would need a side bubble for their side pieces. Dude, Bubble Boy? Have you not seen that movie? Just roll them in (laughs) on a bubble. I was going to say that. Bubble Boy. They had a whole movie about a kid trying to break out of the bubble. Now they're trying to put real people into Into the bubble. bubble? Yeah, it's fucking nuts, man. There are also people making millions of dollars. Yeah, dude, they can afford a bubble suit for their (laughs) fuck piece. They can afford to stay in their rooms and dribble a basketball. Not that they need to shut up and dribble. They have a right to a voice, but they get paid to play basketball. That is all I mean. Okay, but now I'm just like imagining this like marketing ploy where they have bubble suits that they sell to all the NBA players' side pieces. So like they're walking to the hotel room and everyone knows that they're just a side piece. They're in a bubble suit going to an NBA player's room. Everyone's like, ooh, we know what she's here for. And then they see the same one come in the next day and go to a different room. It's like, that's got to be the weirdest walk of shame ever, just you in a bubble suit walking into the hotel and out. Hey, I'd put up with that shame if I know I'm getting some of that money. This is my Gucci hamster ball. (laughs) (laughs) Comes out white. Don't even let her take the suit off. Just have her white in the suit. Hey, you can never be too safe. How long has the bubble been going on for? Not not long. (laughs) Not nearly long enough for people to be breaking the bubble. (laughs) (laughs) That would be like if someone was put into isolation in prison and they cracked before mealtime. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's not very long. So, are, like, all the teams, like, staying in their, like, little whatever bubbles they're at, like, 
Yeah, I guess. I don't know. They probably have multiple hotels at the complex. I'm, I'm not sure how it works entirely. I thought it was like one hotel where they had everyone stay. Probably different floors, maybe? Possibly. I don't think they're separated by teams. I think it's just them separated in general from the public. Yeah, like I said, I'd have no willpower. But then again, the facts don't matter. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to fill you all in about what I'm thinking about. It's very random. It's just going to be a couple would-you-rather questions. So here's the first one. Would you rather have your pinky fingers replacing your pinky toe or your pinky toe replacing your pinky finger? That's a tough one. I'm, I'm going to say... Give me the pinky toe on my hand, and I think that's going to surprise people, but I'm just imagining trying to put socks on. I mean, my pinky finger is way bigger than my toe. I might have to get special socks, custom-made socks. That's got to be expensive. How about shoes? All that. Like, that's going to look weird. But, you know, a little nub, pinky toe on your hand. Barely use your pinky anyways. I'll be fine. Keep it on my, yeah. Yeah. No. Pinky toe on the hand. No. You can't say chakabra and do the hand motion with that little nub of a pinky finger. No, give me long pinky toes because then I have a better chance of climbing trees, holding on to things. Like, I'm I'm scared of height. See, I'm with Blake, but not for the climbing trees part. I think that having a long pinky finger toe, there would be a big market for that with, like, the foot fetish people that go on Craigslist. Like, I could charge, like, extra. That's I can charge extra for the pinky finger toe. Yeah. You can fuck them with your feet. And that's another thing. I can finger it with my feet. Wow. So you think the pinky on the foot would Yeah, be, I think it would elicit more that money. That is that's a niche be, market. It's going to be a lucrative Damn. market. That's okay. a moneymaker. That's true. I didn't even think no, of that No, he's one. the only one out there. So like, yeah, exactly. I'm a novelty. It's like a foot fetish OnlyFans page, but like guys selling... Would that be to other guys? I think it's just anyone who's into that. Yeah, yeah there's some girls into good feet. Probably I, not. There's a but... lot more guys into weird shit, but there's girls into that <laughs> shit too. Do guys have OnlyFans pages? Yeah. There was a dude who uh, put his balls in his own ass. He has an OnlyFans page. I need like one of he those pyramid what? schemes. <laughs> put his balls in his own ass. Oh, wow. Just take a video of it or are we just yeah, taking yeah. his word for it? Uh, Tom Segura posted it out. <laughs> we can't take a word for it. <laughs> no, We're going to need a Tom demo. Segura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's the proof, bud? No, on Twitter. It's on Twitter. They even interviewed him on Tom Segura's podcast. Was he like very flesh bone? No. 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 <laughs> like, do you think they're gonna a married couple's gonna let a gay porn star come into their quarantine <laughs> area? Uh, honestly, I feel like if there's gonna be any like comedic couple swingers, it's those two. <laughs> no, they like each other too much. The ones that hate each other are the ones that are gonna swing. Unless you're talking about them having a sex swing, I'm sure he's tried to talk her into that. Yeah, I'm sure. I was just gonna say we need like a pyramid scheme for guys making OnlyFans pages. I need to know how how to how to how do how do I do it? Just, I know just how to make do one. It, but just go yeah. out there and like whatever you think the people want to see, put it out there. Just himself. They want to see it all. Yeah, bear it all, boy. Like I, I don't know, maybe they want to see you all. shave your head, the bottom one. Give a live demo. They're both shaving. <laughs> okay, so would you rather go for the rest of your life without being able to watch any more TV shows? So I'm gonna include within that like streamings, you know, things yeah, like yeah. that. Or go the rest of your life without being able to listen to music again. You take away my TV shows yeah, and I'll fucking Blake. slice your throat. Wow, I'm really? with Blake with that one, okay. yeah. I, a, I, I, mm, like but, I listen to a lot oh, of music, but whoa, I enjoy whoa, the TV whoa. shows Is the more. music allowed to be in the TV show? Because oh. I'm a big anime fan. Music yeah, is all dude. throughout it. Damn, I didn't think about that. But I'll have to say, no, it would have to be like taken out. So it would just be like air. Oh, that would ruin the open, TV open. show, so music 100%, because then that way I can... 
Wait, so if I choose one, I can't have the other, obviously, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So well, how, how am I going to... Yeah, because I would watch the TV show and then get my fix of the music Okay. through the TV show. I gotcha. So, like, the music you like, you'd get it enough through the shows? Yeah. Okay. Comparatively speaking, like, if I had to give one up. I gotcha. Yeah, because, yeah, first of all, I would never be able to take away music from an anime. How am I supposed to know when the bad guy's Dude, about intros, to get fucked man, up? those intros, man. Those intros. How am I supposed to fucking know? That's fair. I mean, that one I didn't think. Yeah. So that's that's terrible. <laughs> and could you imagine all the like intro things where it's just people just sliding through a screen? Yeah. Just think about how much more suspenseful that would be. You just like the music almost can give it away. So now you're like, is this guy good? Is but then like it? every they added music for suspense. It makes you want to pay attention to the plot more. If you don't have that, you just don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. Right? Imagine Jaws without the music. Hey, what's that Finn about to do? I see it poking up. There's nothing suspenseful, though. He's just swimming. He's just, dun, dun. He's just swimming. Just swimming. Just, just keep swimming. <laughs> All right, what, do you, what would you pick? Uh, I would have to keep music. I, I would give up TV. I think childhood me would pick TV, but I, I don't watch that much TV anymore. I do stream occasionally, but uh, I think music is all-encompassing. Like, you have it. Think about car rides. If you go on a trip or really any any form of transportation that you're listening to music, you're at the gym, you're listening to music, you could still sit on the couch and play some of your favorite records or favorite uh, music all day. So I feel like I could just adjust to that. And I would rather have the music, uh, the TV. Yeah, I mean, I'm with Maddie's either. I'll say that I would want to keep the music uh, for the rest of my life. I could give up. I don't watch too much TV either. And for me, going off of exactly what he said, I will listen to music at some point every single day, and I couldn't imagine not having it. Definitely helps me get through the day. Is there a is there a crazy lady screaming outside, or is that a dog fighting for its life? That's <laughs> a dog fighting for its life. I think there's, there's a little bit of both going on. Listen, I, Mike Vick paid for his crimes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> can, I, okay. can I add a would you rather into the mix? Yes. That, oh, nice. All right. This one, this one usually – this one divides the room, I will oh, say that. okay. At least from my experience. Would you rather have no legs from the knees down or micro penis syndrome? I already know what one of those feels like, so take my legs, please. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> uh yeah, no. I mean, I've lived, I've gone this far. With, That's what I know, was working with. What I got. So once you're naked, what is the lady gonna do? Go away? You know, that's her loss. Yeah. You know what? That's what I've always said too. Like the take my legs. Yeah, take the legs. <laughs> take them, dude. Usually people are so <laughs> they're like a like they don't want to. Yeah. Well, I'm just hold on, hold on. I'm assuming that. Since it's a would you rather, that if my knees get cut off, I then have a big penis. That's the way <laughs> the I'm assuming this happens. works. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was already one of the woods, and I would rather be <laughs> the other. I'm just imagining like a huge, huge penis, and like it's like you have three knees at this point, so you can kind of like yeah, you or like you're like a tripod, a or like you're not allowed to wear shorts because it goes past the knee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining you able to like balance a lot better because you have like a third leg over there. <laughs> a walking cane. Yes. But like that would be like a legitimate tripod though. Like you could be like like that's more accurate. To the me. human tripod. Yeah, the human tripod. <laughs>
All right, folks. Uh, what I'm thinking about today is that Twitter hack that happened uh, recently. I don't know if you guys saw it at all. Basically, it ended up being, I believe, an 18-year-old that lives in his parents' basement that hacked into Twitter and took over some of the most famous verified accounts in the world. No I way. believe Joe Biden was one of them, pres- former President Obama, no Elon way. Musk, um, and even Jeff Bezos. And uh, basically, they... they Put a Bitcoin scheme out there that if you donate a thousand uh, Bitcoin, that they'll give you two thousand back or something. And so they did this on some of like these major verified accounts. So a lot of people fell for it. I guess they made over a hundred thousand dollars in Bitcoin before it was taken down. And really, I, I want to know your guys' thoughts about like cybersecurity. You know, this is a huge thing. Our president makes tweets all the time. If some eighteen-year-old kid can hack there, like. That's a scary thought if president tweets out. Obviously, he tweets out crazy shit all the time already. <laughs> but if he, like, declares war and it's just somebody hacking, like, that's a crazy... Oh, I, I didn't mean, even I think, think about that. Follow, I feel like Trump would follow through with it. I don't want people to think I'm a liar. No, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Stare into, dude, he would be the guy to stare into the skid in that scenario. Problem it's, is, I don't know who's going to be able to tell what's what's not him. Cause he says <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's nuts. That's scary. I mean... Uh, my he opinion, likes to tweet in all caps, too, so it's like <laughs> oh, yeah. easy to fucking oh, profile him. My opinion with that is I think for a platform like Twitter, you know, since we have all these famous figures that are saying kind of very impactful things, presidents, that sort of thing, probably somebody from like the NSA, right? That's a national security agency. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. They should probably be working for Twitter. I'm not trying to get political here, but something like that, I think you should have a government like security members. Oh, working they would never allow platform. it though. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, it's a private, public, governmental, I don't know, like a... Yeah. What would you call that? Joint task force or something where they're working together right. to uh, protect them? I think a dialogue needs to be open now, given this event. For sure. It's very scary. Uh, I was also wondering, like, how soon did it take for people to realize that this wasn't legit? You have Jeff Bezos. This guy, you think he's going to donate money to people? He's like, help me give money to my favorite charity. No, no. He's rich what's, for a reason. What's even crazy it's like was it directly asking for bitcoin or did he just transfer it to bitcoin basically it was like send me ten dollars and i'll send you twenty dollars back to your account and so you send the money and then you, they don't send it back i think the money was just larger so people like they were asking for like a thousand dollars in bitcoin at, but and like, was, was it in actual bitcoin or was it in money I believe like, it was in actual Bitcoin. Okay, see, that's when Jeff Bezos isn't going to ask you to go into Bitcoin when he's making a trillion dollars of cash. Yeah, for sure. Not until Bitcoin gets big enough for him to need to transfer. It's got that blue check mark though. That's verified. People. I mean, like, yeah, like, there's definitely like enough people that would believe that just because of the blue check mark. Yeah, yeah you think about it. A hundred thousand dollars. It's not like they made a billion dollars or something. No. But like, I mean, that's still, a billion that's a, dollars to an eighteen-year-old. It's more oh, about yeah. like the principle of that 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 could happen. Like, well, just um, like, he was eighteen. Like that's just like that's crazy. <laughs> eighteen. He's just lived his whole life on a computer. He could be a very exceptional. We need to find this kid. And Dude, it'll be like him. a movie. Like no, a, there used to be a website called hackthissite.org that literally taught people how to hack. You could go to forums and read it, and then you they had like a levels that you had to try to beat and to test your hacking skills. If you don't think those don't still exist, yeah. and all that kid has to do is just find it. I know people who apparently say they can get on the dark web. Not that hard. Yeah, so. a couple people too. 
And anytime someone's told me, they're like, oh, you don't want to be on the dark web. So it's this weird thing. We're like, oh, I'm on the dark web, but I won't show you. <laughs> you don't want to be on it. Sure. <laughs> I've got sucked in, but I don't want you to fall into this black hole. You probably just can't delete your history. That's why. <laughs> Once you find that Filipino boy site, like, you're just done. Have you guys ever, like, looked into the dark web at all just to, like, no I've, no, I've only just heard the whispers. I've never because yeah. like when like going into college, I wanted to be an FBI agent because like you know like in high school you like uh, like Criminal Minds and like CSI that kind of yeah. shit. Oh yeah. And uh, and then you hear about it through the show like the dark web, and then I yeah. looked it up on my own to see some of the stuff that you'd have to be like looking at, and it's yeah no that would make me more like want to kill myself by forty. Yeah, that'd be rough. It's fucked up stuff. It is interesting. How do you get on the dark web? I, you have to get this, uh, pretty sure it's called Torrent. It's like some t- kind of like... Isn't that like a way of downloading Yeah, things sort of? I don't know. Yeah. But like all it, it makes it so your IP address like doesn't show up or something so they can't. And then you... Oh. <clears throat> I had a buddy in college who... I never personally saw it, but he would try to explain it to people like how to get on it and something to do with like some kind of... Don't go on the dark web, people. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like we're, yeah, like, we're, we're not condoning the dark gonna... web unless you're a law enforcement agent and you need to go on the exactly. dark web to stop someone and by the way i didn't go on the dark web to learn this stuff I, I, <laughs> I, obviously like you I, didn't go to learn what you learned but you sure as hell fucking learned it i did yeah <laughs> do you uh have something that you're thinking about christian like when it comes to, like news and stuff not just whatever man Something that's uh, on your mind. No, man, I'm just kind of observing. Just I don't really have uh, All right, much here's what mind. you're thinking about. Podcasting. Nice, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> podcasting, I mean, that's my second one. So it's it's been fun so far to have like a like a dialogue with someone that I actually know. And then a couple new friends made. I'm sure I'm going to oh, be yeah. seeing you around, so I'll be seeing you guys. So it's cool to yeah. sit and chat. Because the only other podcast I did was uh, it was a guy I kind of hung out with for a little bit. He was another comedian, but I wasn't supposed to be on the thing. And I didn't know that because I had a chair with a microphone, so I just sat down in it. I like did a podcast that I don't think I was supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> you you were their unexpected guest. Yeah. First of all, that's their fault. They put that's you- what I'm saying. Like, if you're listening to this by some reason. Wait, is it from around here? No, it's in Detroit. Detroit, get, drop his name. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't remember it. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't deserve. I remember, remember uh, like the comedian that brought me. Like I, like I know him, obviously, but uh, I don't remember the podcast name or anything. Listen, after I say this, Maddie Z can say what he wants because he looks eager. But I'm very new to podcasting, and I would never hand someone a live microphone. No, they didn't, didn't have it. It was just like a, one of those like tables, but but it was on. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> He just walked. I just to say, Detroit, your podcast sucks. Yeah, because like he like you know brought me in to like he was like, hey, you want to come to this podcast? So I was like, sure. And I don't remember him saying like sit in and watch it. I feel, he just kind of said like you want to come. And then I feel like oh, he that's ex- always a yes. Yeah, like he expected me to know that I wasn't supposed to be on it or whatever. Did he tell you afterwards? Yeah, like it. Like nothing really happened, but he kind of was like, yeah, you know, you weren't supposed to be on it. And I was like. Yeah, it was a mic, an empty seat. For a no one said get up and get off, so I just kind of chilled. You're just like how I was accidentally invited to Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Episode eleven hundred and twenty-seven. Yeah, so I mean, if you want to get like technical, this is my first podcast. So. <laughs> no, I was, no, I count that other one. <laughs> I was told this guy had DMT, and then all of a sudden, I'm just on Joe Rogan's <laughs> podcast with millions of views. I, just, I don't know how it happened. No, listen, if I ever become an EMT. 
I can say the first time I ever rode as an EMT was when I was like 16 years old. Even though it was by accident and I wasn't supposed to be on it, I went on a call where I was a part of a team to save a man's life. Did really? you just segue EMT from DMT or did you just... Think that was that? good. It was going to be there either way. I was like, wait, I said DMT. No, it was good. And then you went off on EMT. I was just, that was the point I was making. I wasn't supposed to be on there. Got pulled off by the fire chief. He was not happy with me. Told me never to tell this story. But it's okay. And if I ever did become an EMT, I would still say my first ride was when I was 16. Hell yeah. Well, good thing you said that on a podcast. (laughs) He's probably no longer the fire chief. I was going to say something like maybe worse, but I decided just no longer the fire chief was the way to go. (laughs) What do they call it when they get rid of a fire chief? Do they say you're fired? Been no, hosed. you've been extinguished. You've been extinguished. Extinguished, yeah. <laughs> That's good. And then they take a That's fire a... extinguisher and... Your flame <laughs> is out. That sounds like some Seinfeld Larry David humor right there. I appreciate that. We're the <laughs> We are going to discuss because we brought it up on a prior podcast, weird ways we eat things. And I don't know if I remember saying this on the last podcast, but you guys tell me if I did, how I eat string cheese. Oh, I noticed it when you're eating it in there. Can I, wait, can I, I wait, no, I don't want to stew. No, no, go I ahead. Don't think you better like, like the one end off, the other end off, and then you string yep. it. Yep, and I go, I go around each side and pull off each side as I go until there's nothing left. Wow. It's meticulous. You really take it really involved. There. Yeah, I, I, and with uh, I, I think I said about the craft singles. What I do is where I fold them and try to get a straight line, which is impossible. Then I fold the next side and try to get a straight line. But also, I used to eat it into state shapes. I believe I said that too. Yeah. But I believe I talked about my Oreos. Oh where yeah, you I did. Will, you would try to I'll bite one end of the cracker, so you only the have the cream left. <laughs> and I only wanted the goal was to get only the cream left. So like you could get like one side of the cookie off perfectly, and then you could like break off part of the second cookie. But then getting the entire second cookie off with just the cream remaining is like the holy grail. It's like impossible. Because then you could I just think do I did a bite once. of cream. No, I have a, a weird way I eat Oreos. I guess. So like when I dip them, you like put the slightest amount of pressure like on like the two cookies, and then when the one breaks off. Okay, so you're double dip. You have to dunk two at a time, is what you're. No, 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 no. Like so, it's like cookie, cream, cookie. You hold the two cookies. I was. And you dunk it, and you just do like a little tiny bit of pressure on like the two where like the cookies like come off. Yes. No, and like because like the cookies get soft, and like that's when you know it's perfect. Like as soon as it breaks off just a little bit. Your thumb cookie goes into your index finger cookie, and then you pick it up and you know. Oh, yeah. I've been there. Okay. This cookie's too hard. This cookie's too soft. <laughs> exactly. This cookie's just, <laughs> just right. right. It's the Goldilocks Oreo technique. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm trying to think. Yeah. I guess, one, it's not, like, too, too weird, I don't think. You let me know. I used to, when I would eat bowls of spaghetti, I used to, uh, like, cut it up with a knife and fork. And then spoonful it. It's pretty small. <laughs> I would chop wait, it. wait, wait. Was it minced spaghetti? <laughs> it was pretty chopped up. Like so, I was yeah, like, are we talking, like, psychopathic pieces small? <laughs> like, not microscopic, but those noodles got chopped up pretty Did you good. cut them long ways, too? I went... I, went <laughs> I, I had, like, a method. It was kind of strange now that I am thinking about Let's be it. Honest, yeah. Rice looked large compared to this. <laughs> I used to go, like, towards me cut, 
parallel diagonal like just get the- it was yeah it was a lot of crisscrossing so i, I also, thought that was a weird one i also have a spaghetti story when i was a kid obviously i was big on twirling the spaghetti with a fork and, and the spoon no no spoon just the fork but i used to try to twirl and get pretty much the entire plate. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I would stuff the whole in thing mouth. in my mouth. I feel like I used my to do mom would too. look at me like, you're going to choke. <laughs> and I, like, it would take one... like a good minute to chew it down, but I, I was actually pretty good at it. Spaghetti is that one food that it's pretty safe with choking on. It's so hard to choke <laughs> yeah. on spaghetti. Don't, don't tell the people that. Don't right, yeah, your... don't take that as a challenge, folks. This is my gut feeling. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, if you can choke on spaghetti noodles, we will pay you $10. <laughs> <laughs> video proof. Like the balls in the asshole, we want video proof. <laughs> when I eat like a full meal, 95% of the time I'll never take a drink until I'm done completely. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's like weird, weird. That's super to, to weird. Me, it, it, I it don't is make just because I could never get through a meal without taking a sip of something. Yeah. No, I mean like unless it's like a, an exception. Like a I can't think of one off the top. Maybe a spicy yeah. one. Suicide yeah. wings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Double a, suicide wings. If I'm at a restaurant, I'm lucky if my first two glasses make it to the meal yeah i never drink anything until i'm <laughs> completely done and then oh, drinking at restaurants when i was a kid that's when i realized i was going to be a future alcoholic i used to go through like five to six pepsis oh, yeah. during my meal probably two gone before the food even came out hey when they keep them coming you know well that's a different thing i guess at a restaurant it's like if it's you have to wait for the food and you're like drinking and stuff but like usually if i'm like making something Mm-hmm. Or if I get the plate in front of me, it's gone. Then then I take drinks. I eat hot dogs. With water. No, no. I'm not Kobayashi. <laughs> but uh, run, 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 run. <laughs> I eat it where if I have a bun, I like my hot dogs without buns, preferably. But if I have a bun, I will eat all the way down until there's one bite of hot dog left in the bun. Then I take the hot dog out, throw the bun away, and eat the hot dog. Uh, I was going to say, if you don't have buns, where do you stick your weenie? <laughs> oh. Didn't you say you're a fan of you like boiling the hot dogs in water too? You're not, you don't like doing. No, it I, I, I mean I'll eat them like that. Some people won't even fucking touch okay. them. But so, so to me, yeah, I would never eat a hot dog like. That. I would microwave eat it, it off the I'll grill. It. Yeah, I never boil my hot First dogs. First of all, ninety five percent of Americans over overcook their fucking hot dogs on the grill, and it disgusts me. I don't, you don't like the burnt no, little bit? No, I don't bit? need to be eating char. That's so good. No. Especially the when the – do you like it when the skin splits at least? I, mean, I like it not blackened. What about bratwurst? Not blackened. Well, I'm not saying like charred through and through, but like when like the little sides, like like the, the skin splits. And I mean I'll eat a cheddar brat however it comes. Come even. on, Blake. Do you know what they put in hot dogs? You got to char that shit. Yeah, that's the other thing it's too. It snorts. Like it's now it's uh, hooves – noses it's all it's all the crap that nobody wants to eat normally there's like hey we can't make glue out of this let's like grind it up and make a hot dog listen people say i'm a picky eater but if it's meat i'll eat it and that is not a gay joke (laughs) it should be (laughs) (laughs) as far as he'll tell you folks (laughs) speaking of other foods i had animal crackers i used to bite off the legs meticulously like Uh, to cripple the animals yeah i don't know i like animals not that i want the animals to die but let's be honest they taste good and there's something funny about just biting their legs off i feel like you'd be more civilized if you use like an exacto knife to like cut the legs (laughs) off like (laughs) fucking like (laughs) just pose for like a picture like i'm uh one of those safari hunters yeah or it'll be like uh took down an animal cracker (laughs) yeah (laughs) like a stop motion movie like little animal crackers (laughs) i also had dunkaroos anyone else here ever had dunkaroos yes i like the Uh, chocolate so they were like little flavored frosting yes you had the frosting so 
for whatever reason, I used to barely dip the cookie into the frosting, and I would eat the cookies, and then I would be left with the frosting. I felt like they didn't. That's give only you because I would I would get though. a spoonful and I would spoon out all the frosting and then I would lick it out. But for some reason, I like just keeping the frosting at the end. Like I ate the cookies, I dipped them slightly, but I didn't just take all the dipping in big chunks. I like eating the frosting separate. That might have been because before you remember, you used to not dunk them at all, and your mom would yell at you that you needed to dunk them instead of just eating the icing by itself. So you you said, well, there's no more cookie. I have to eat all the icing. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Something like that. Oh, one more. One. Before. I, are you guys got one? No. It just slipped away from me. I just had it. All right. I had an interesting one. Snack packs. Yeah. Had to be chocolate. Wasn't a fan of vanilla. I don't know if I've ever had those. What are they? The pudding. Mm-hmm. Little snack pack. Oh. Hey, you, if you haven't I've had, had a snack pack, Billy Madison, you. where's my snack pack? I've had pudding. I don't know. No, there you go. It was probably in a snack pack. That's yeah, the it was brand. probably in a snack you, You've had it. But I would open it, lick bottom <laughs> of the lid because yeah, there was course, chocolate pudding on there. And then, weird. That's normal. This is a weird thing. I think my sister started it, and I think we all used to do it. We would take a gallon of milk, we'd take it out, and we would pour a little bit of milk on top. So that little spot where there was space between the top of the pudding container. And then you get a spoon and you mix it up. And it would give you a little more to it because you're not just limited, but it also cooled it down. And it was like this chocolate. Wait, do you yeah, heat up your pudding? Do you heat up your pudding? No, no, it was cold. It was like, well, it didn't have to necessarily be cold pudding. I don't think you had to keep those puddings in the fridge. I guess no, I didn't have to. I just I always, I always. They were preservative. Cool. Like, so, like, you poured cold milk on it. Even if it wasn't the fridge, you still pour the cold milk on it. You got to try it. It's like, it's really good. Yeah, it does really sound good. intriguing. I mean, Dude, I remembered yeah, mine, though, that I had. What is it? Do you guys put chips in your sandwiches sometimes, right? I mean, I've heard of people doing uh, it. Personally, no. Really? But, like, that's not too crazy? No. I think this is, like, a, like a, it's a common known, like, food combination. Or, like, when it comes to, like, sweet and salty type thing, you know, not like that, like the actual foods, but it's mm-hmm. putting, like, Lay's potato chips in a PB&J. Lay's that, that's the classic chips. move that I've seen people I'm do. telling I've you. I've never seen that in my life. That I'm telling cold. you, that is, that is good, nice. It's, it's good. And then okay. it gives, like, the salt to the peanuts, it's, essentially. Uh, you can get the same effect of saltiness by adding cheese to a peanut butter sandwich it is to die for what it, kind of like cheese grilled, like a grilled cheese peanut butter sandwich like american huh. cheese oh my god that is mm-hmm. john how do you feel about this i was picture? gonna say oh so i have a segue from the pb and j well listen don't imagine, we already have determined that you are not allergic listen just imagine when you just had to bring a just a plain jelly not a pb and jelly a jelly sandwich to school I brought that almost every day for years. You brought that every day because you're living a lie. You're not allergic. We've already gone over this. How do you guys know he's not allergic? Did you like shove a peanut in his face? He ate peanut, he ate peanut oil for years. His okay, favorite pizza oil, place. His not favorite peanut pizza butter, place. Not peanut. His chicken wings were cooked in peanut oil for 25 years, 15 years. <laughs> and he ate them. Never got sick. And then well, he finds sick. out they're fried in peanut oil, and he stops eating them. Have you talked to me? I got sick. I mean, look at me today. Yeah, <laughs> Something I'm, happened. Unless it's affecting your head. I don't think it did anything. It's <laughs> funny. I remember as a kid, dude, I don't know why me and my buddy did this. We just thought they were good. And it's disgusting, man. I tried it again. I'm like, what the fuck did we do this? But you wrap a pickle and a tortilla and put mustard inside of it. Ooh. 
That's <laughs> 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 straight. Anyone ever done a peanut butter and tortilla? We were like ten, and we thought it was fucking good. I have no idea why we did it. Like I tried it like out of curiosity. Thirteen years later, I'm like, I'm gonna see if it's as, as good as I thought. I remembered it. Nope, it's maybe, fucking maybe disgusting. Maybe just had the wrong kind of pickle. It's, nope, it was because like you. You always need crunchy pickles. Like anything with a soft, mushy pickle is... Here, I just want some pity for a second. Imagine that jelly sandwich every day it got so mushy. I bet. <laughs> you couldn't take... Like that was always the mushy side of the yes, PB&J so sandwich. I just had a mush sandwich. <laughs> you could have taken a ham sandwich or... Could have frozen you, you them You could have used some potato chips in that, man. It would have fucking... You ever, you ever had a fucking Uncrustable? Just could have frozen overnight. It would have been fine by lunch. No, I wasn't that sophisticated. All right, folks, on to one of our favorite segments, table topics. I have my officially... Yeah, I got to take off, guys. I'm sorry. I got an open mic. Well, hey, it was a pleasure having you. Pleasure to meet you. Thanks for having me, guys. For real. I'd love to come back if you'd have... Oops. If you'd have me. Yeah, Yeah, that was fun. I'm kind of bummed I have to go. It's cool, man. We'll get you back. Hey, we'll have you back sometime. Well, peace out. (laughs) (laughs) Leaving his mark. Well, folks, we're going to throw you for a little twist today, and we're going to add on to the show a second guest, my girlfriend, McKenna. Hey, folks. How's it going? And so now she's ready to join us for one of your favorite segments of our podcast called Table Topics. Now, it's very official. I picked these table topics at random, and here comes the first one. What's the most unusual thing you've done lately? Go ahead, McKenna. Sometimes they're weird. I don't even know how to I answer this. I feel like Someone I shouldn't be the one to start since I'm not a regular on this podcast. I don't want to throw the most unusual thing out if there. If you don't have anything to think, I mean, I got to think on this one. What's the most? I mean, everything yeah, I do is unusual. Everything I do it's is hard unusual. That's yeah, so. what I was going to say. Everything I do is weird. Um, so <laughs> um, lately, what's a little bit more? I mean, I got in a car accident yesterday. Is that weird? Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not usual. So. I would it's definitely not a, usual. You don't do you, that on the weekly, right? No, first accident. You, right? First accident, yeah. Yeah, I hit a guy on a bike. You hit them or they hit you, right? That's what I, Honestly, I felt like he hit me because I was, I was almost at a dead stop when he hit my truck. I mean, sounds like he deserved it. He was bleeding right, pretty John, badly. The guy might be in serious condition. I don't oh, know. He was taken right. away in an ambulance. I'm sorry. You had a pretty big truck, though. So It is a big truck. It is a big truck. I don't know where this guy came from. But that's not weird or unusual. No, I, Honestly, I think I just needed unusual. to bring that up. That I may have killed someone. <laughs> you probably don't want that to be on a public record. I definitely record. don't think you've killed him. Let's just back accident. up a second. It was an accident. Right. Accidents happen. They're called accidents. Him. They're not called purposefuls, right? They're called there accidents. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Blake, do you have any? I, gotta uh, keep I guess it's pretty unusual because I don't usually buy drinks for a guy so that I can make fun of them on, during my set. But that's what I did with the last guest. I wanted to make a joke about him when I saw him in the crowd. And then he wasn't in the crowd when I was about to go up. So I searched the bar for him. And he was about to get a drink. And I was like, I was like, if I pay for that, can you make sure you're in there for my set? That's awesome. So what was like the purpose of making fun of him? He, it's on Fireside Chats. If okay. that makes the cut, I'm not sure it will. We had some problems with audio issues and personnel issues. But... He was wearing a mask and he had it down to like below his mustache when he was sitting at his table or bar seat. And he looked like Baker Mayfield from the face up (laughs) or like mustache up. So when I got up on stage, I made a joke about how uh, I know a lot of people don't like wearing masks, but 
that dude in the back should be happy because from the mustache up, he looks like Baker Mayfield. And from the mask down, he looks like the Browns on the field. <laughs> I feel like he probably didn't enjoy that on the same level. No, he did. He thought it was funny. Everyone fucking thought it was funny, especially coming from someone who has a worse body than him. <laughs> All right, I thought of something. So what I've done for the whole this, yeah, I can talk sometimes. So this whole past week, I did a training. Yes, they put me in charge of training other human beings to do the work that I do. And that's very unusual for me. In fact, it's the first time I've ever done it. And it was difficult. It's tough to teach people things. I don't know if you guys have ever had to teach someone something very, you know, kind of in-depth, involved. And it's like, I felt like I was just blabbering on similar to how I am now for a week long, week straight. I've had to teach people a lot of things. Uh, I've been in leadership roles for a long time. Also, have you ever heard me in the room next door? I'm teaching old people how to use computers and phones all day. <laughs> yeah, but he can't mute himself and be like, these fucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's brutal. It's brutal, folks. You, you have at least the relief that you don't have to be on camera for this. I had to be on camera and audio the, almost the whole time. It was rough because I couldn't show them any signs of like me being frustrated. But let me tell you, I was at times. <laughs> McKenna, you got any feelings on teaching? On teaching, well, I work with kids, so I teach them how to be humans all the time. Um, I work in mental health, so I feel like that in and of itself is teaching. All right, quick stop. How is teaching John to be a human going so far? So I don't, I'm, I can't comment on that because I, like, like I work with kids. Right, I work with kids. I don't work, I work with adults. people that are moldable. I can get no, 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 no. My age range, the oldest kid I have right now, I think, is 19. Um, and my youngest is five. Well, I'm 26. Right. So there we go. So minor details. Um, right. So we're with kids. But I guess I'm going to kind of backtrack to our tabletop. Tabletop. Topic. topic. It's a tongue twister. Um, I would have to say that I'm going to use a cop-out one. And just because my work life really hasn't changed except for COVID. So I feel like there's nothing unusual in my life except for how I do my job. Like, my job still exists. My, I still do my job. There's no, like, change in what goes on. So I really would have to say that COVID has been the most unusual thing that's happened. And the changes because of COVID have really been the most unusual in just how we do things. I had to drive a kid earlier this week, and we have these cute little plastic dividers in the back of our cars. And that's like, what is this? Right? And then I, when I exit the car, I have to wipe down not only the entire front half, but the entire back half in this plastic divider. And I have to wear a mask and gloves the whole time. And it's just a lot of excess to have to deal with a virus, which is silly. But given the severity of the virus, I get it. But you know, we could talk about how it's comparable to the flu all day, but it is still significantly higher than the flu. So there's that. I know it's been a topic already. So details. I don't find anything unusual about having to wipe down your car every time you get in and out of it. It was pretty normal. It's a common practice. Have you ever you do wiped that down all the time? your car? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something you do on the reg? I don't think I've. Okay, Listen, I'll for the people there. that you listen, you can't see. I see Blake's car all the time. <laughs> I don't think this thing's ever been wiped out. I see all men's cars all the time. No offense to all of y'all, but that's a whole other Okay, first story. of all, don't say all men's because if they're over 40, their car is taken care of. Only if they have a nice car. Uh, or if they have a wife. My dad Correct. would take my dad would take care Correct. of the worst car in the world and just put chrome all over the fucking thing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. If it's classic cars or like you're a car guy, yeah. no one has a more pristine vehicle Correct. than them. So I will throw that out there. I have one more weird thing. Yeah, out of the normal. 
I did my laundry this week, so that's <laughs> that's out of the normal alone. But I folded all of my clothes the day I washed it, socks and all. Wow. I rolled all the socks up, folks. They you didn't sit them? there for a wow. week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You didn't just pair oh. them up. You actually rolled them together? Well, you pair and roll them, yeah. Wow. You roll. Do people See, not I'm, do that? I'm not I, a just, I just pair and put them all in. I'm not a roller. Yeah, I put them in flat. No, I got to roll. Oh. I used to be a flatter. Now I'm a roller. I got. I have too many different types of socks where they got to be. Huh. They got to be rolled, or you're just not going to know. Interesting. Most of my socks are the same. The only socks I really wear are for running, so I guess I don't really have comment. All right, on to our next table topic. Have you ever tried to copy a celebrity's hairstyle? No, not once. I mean, I wouldn't say copy, but I've slowly like molded into like Bruce Willis or The Rock. You, as you bald, it's really not a choice. I wouldn't say I copied anyone on purpose. <laughs> you didn't do it by choice, yeah. No, but I look better than all of them, so you know what? Well, naturally. Good for me. Naturally. No, I don't think I picked out a specific celebrity ever. Um, nothing comes to mind. Wow. I wish I could even come up with a lie to contribute to this topic right now, but I can't. Right. This is such a weird question. I've never copied. Um, never felt the need I to. got one. Uh, Protozoa from Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. The like singer, the intergalactic superstar. Yeah. For, for you yeah. or? Me. That's who I tried to copy. Like the little spikes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did that for every uh, crazy hair day that they they let wow. me do. That's a real throwback. <laughs> yeah, that's the one hairstyle I just always wanted. God damn, right. it's beautiful. I I looked it up. If everyone heard the clicks and stuff, I just wanted to make sure I got the name right. But yeah, the little spiky things. If and, I could, if well. I could do hair from like celebrity, um, Eric Matthews you, from Boy Meets World, Will Friedle, I believe was. His I name. think you went Kurt Angle in high school. He had great hair. Like the high, like the high school version of him in that show. Yeah, I yeah. would love to have had that hair, but so you mean mid twenties version? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, well, yeah, they were around the same, they were around the right age on that show. One of the rare ones. Any Boy Meets World fans? Do you know? Yeah, what I'm, I'm trying about? to think of the what's the teacher's name? Mr. Feeny. Yeah. That that's a hairstyle I'd go for. <laughs> for real now? Like, do you want the salt and pepper or the full gray? I think the salt and pepper. Yeah. Yeah. Salt and pepper before balding? Yes. You know what I could see that? for you? Um, Hugh Jackman in uh, Wolverine. Yeah. You choose the movie, but you could pull it off. Maybe if I get more hair again, yeah. I'm kind of heading down the rock path myself. No, he's got the huge widow's peak. I feel like you could pull it off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you just need to let the hair grow out like your Ace Ventura on the side. Yeah, mm-hmm. listen, with your hair, it grows in like every direction known to man. Like, it's weird. Like, if he goes to a barber, listen, I cut this guy's hair during hey, quarantine. You are my so barber now. From experience, yeah. You're, you've been assigned that as, as my new barber. Unfortunately, it's coming from every direction. I don't understand his growth path. I don't know what happened when you were created. I don't think my hairs understand either. They just go No. Out. So I think you could pull off that Wolverine look. All right. Any more here? Kind of, you didn't have one? No, I ain't got one. I'm ready okay. for the next one. Okay. Under our last table topic, which adjectives would you use to describe your home? My home, I would describe as quaint. Quaint. Oh. An, old, picturing, an like, old, little person style of clutter and cleanliness all mixed into one. Picturing a little house on the prairie when I hear quaint. I picture just an old lady who has a bunch of trinkets. Okay. Do you have trinkets? No, I don't, but, but I, I don't own the house. <laughs> are there trinkets near your room i mean there's a bunch of things on the walls that don't need to be there but it makes makes people feel happy when they have a home to put them up are there tiny dolls that look like people that stare at you and you think are going to kill you in your sleep 
in some spots. Right, I put those there. <laughs> I'm thinking chic, imaginative, pristine. Because right, you're gonna have to like define for me like two out of the three of those words. All right, are we just are we being night? Are we being honest, or are we just trying to make ourselves look good? No, Cause, chic because I feel like I am very like I relatively think, chic person. Imaginative because I love Disney and I love being creative, so I feel like those things go very much together. Can you and go? Pristine. Can you backtrack and tell me what two of those words mean? I'm being honest. Chic, chic. and uh, pristine. I pristine. believe chic is a religion. Um, no. They have those big swords. Oh, that's chic. Sheik is uh, the leader of Mid-Eastern culture. is a term that you use to describe, it's like a crossover between classic and hippie. I believe oh. she's a Colombian singer. Or <laughs> still alive. <laughs> Sheikara. Sheikara. Oh. So Sheik is used to, like, when you think of pastels or whites and lavenders and ivories and okay. like kind of like lighter tones, more airy, more vibrant, less... Heavy toned. Got it. So I think chic, imaginative, pristine, imaginative. Like I said, that Disney creative crossover. I have a lot of paintings that I've done crossed over with a lot of little Disney things here and there because I like that. And then pristine, and that I like to have things clean and I try to keep things organized all the time. But even my job. Pristine's in like good condition, right? Correct. I like to keep my stuff in good condition too. I don't like things to get worn very easily. See, I'm big, I'm heavy. Everything where I live is. Big and heavy. I don't know. I, I don't know. How would you, well, we, we live we're, together. We're sharing so. a space here. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's, take let's, uh, let's brainstorm here. Smelly sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we, got we like candles, too. We, we like candles, too. We so. do have candles. I mean, I think we, we do a fine job here. I'm thinking of what would be a, a good word here. Basic. Um, it's allowed. <laughs> Adjective, that's allowed. We, we can be allowed yeah, We here. can be loud people. We've gotten noise complaints. Lots of them. <laughs> Multiple times. So the point of getting fines. <laughs> I feel like basic is a good one for you guys. You don't have frivolous things around. You- they have a palm tree in their living room. <laughs> all right. I hey. mean, it's an accent piece at this point. That's it's not frivolous. Tropical. It's, it's we're an tropical. accent piece. <laughs> tropical. Tropical. That's the name. Yes. And it's filled with Hawaiian shirts in this place. That's true. I feel like tropical is a good one. I would say boozy. Look at our uh, <laughs> the rack. You look at our uh, shelf up there, um, and your fridge. Transitional, as in this isn't a forever home. That's true. <laughs> well, fingers crossed. <laughs> I don't think. First of all, there's no way you guys are gonna make it, however long the rest of your life is, without another complaint that gets you kicked out of here. Right. That's fair. <laughs> Listen, we got maybe a week left, folks. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's those are probably the main ones. Gravelly. Have you seen our parking lot? (laughs) (laughs) Folks, it's time for your favorite segment, What You Need to Know. So the first story we got here is Rockstar and a technology company teaming up for a Dr. Doolittle device. Let's you talk to animals? Let's you talk to animals, yes. does, Does it let you talk to animals or does it let you understand the animals? I think those are two different levels. So let's see. A Rockstar, a vegan financier and a pioneer of the internet are backing a project to find ways for humans to communicate with animals using machine learning and artificial intelligence. So, would you guys want to talk to your pets or animals in general? And what do you want to know about them? Oh, I want to know what their name is, the standards, what's their favorite places to go out, how their friends are, what their friend we, you know, friend group is like. What do they do when you're not there? Yeah. You want to know what their name is? All right. Does that work for pets? Are you saying no, they're not going to accept the name you gave them? No, I'm saying even just wild animals. Name. I think they have names. 
their slave name. <laughs> I've always said pets are just a big example of Stockholm Syndrome. We keep them in a confined space, make them follow your rules, and as long as they do that, they'll be happy. Dogs and cats are the indoor slaves, and then horses and cows are the outdoor slaves, I guess. Yeah. I guess I'd be really curious about what they think of us. Oh, well, I feel like we already have that answer, though. Dogs are very loyal and very appreciative of who we are, and cats well, are very much like Well, those are our pets. I'm talking, I'm going out into the wild animals. Oh, you're thinking like oh, that. You don't want to know what bears, those. Oh, my. <laughs> I mean, the small ones, you're going to realize, are a lot more scared of you until they realize that you're more scared of them. Yeah, that'll be a right. scary conversation. They'll be like, oh, shit, you're scared of me? Like the bees like, or something? Yeah, like, like, like the spiders. small insects. Just think of those guys. Like, Oh, no, they, those small insects are warriors. If they were the size of humans, we wouldn't stand a chance. There's well, more ants in the is, world than there are people. All you got to do is look at um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. When they got yeah. shrunk down and the, like, the yeah. bugs were huge, they were terrified. My fun fact to contribute, I think, is the fact that there are it's either five or seven kangaroos for every individual in the state of ohio so if you put all the kangaroos in the world in ohio they would outnumber us like five or seven to one i would love i'd be many. willing to let that happen yeah i'd love that many i would love to see i would accept down. them as our kangaroo overlords <laughs> Listen, so easily not a better time to have started your boxing uh classes back up john <laughs> yeah, let's see how i match you <laughs> you gotta watch their legs should i put anything. on my gloves and go out to them and say hey who wants to go around <laughs> But going Dude. back to that, did you say a stat? Was it that all the ants in the world outweigh all the humans in the world? Isn't that? Yeah. That's a thing, right? Yeah. It's all the ants yeah. outweigh all the humans. That's wild. Because mm-hmm. you think, how many ants does it take to, to weigh, weigh one, a human? An average yeah. person. I don't know. But then but you have to know. think of how many can fit in one square centimeter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. That it's is a true. Wild thing. Dance, I guess. Well, yeah, yeah they're very high world. protein too, so I'm sure they're just pure they're protein. Just, they're mass. They're bodybuilders. They're just jacked. And ants are getting larger and larger over time too. Have you seen the ants recently? Those things are huge. <laughs> well, most things tend to trend us. bigger and bigger until they can't keep up their lifestyle that size, and then they get smaller. True. That's why the megalodon is just a great white now. Are we gonna start shrinking? Uh, I don't know because we generate our own food to inc- like they can't do that. Right. So they have to just deal with what's around in nature, and we find ways to manufacture food to keep body sizes as big. And history and genetics will tell us that people have increased in height over time. And if you look at siblings, it's usually the last sibling tends to be the tallest, no matter the gender. Oh, I wish that was the truth for it me. It was the truth. It was the truth for me. It was the truth for me too. It's the truth. You're the tallest. <laughs> yes. Not wow. by Not by much, but <laughs> imagine that. You yeah. just tower. Do you tower over everyone? It's not a tower. It's it's by like maybe it's half an inch on my dad. Um, he's the next I got I got probably four to five inches on my dad, two to three on all my brothers. All right, moving on to the next story in the news. This has to do with sports. I know we didn't do a sports segment, so here you go, folks. It is now possible to measure in real time biometric data, like an athlete's aspiration, temperature, blood pressure, and more. Did you mean now the article? Yeah, like you can measure their hopes and dreams yeah. while they're working out. Did I say aspiration? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say this is a hell of a device. Well, I mean, I guess <laughs> if you can read their vitals, you can tell what they're shooting for. That's right. It. Like, oh, you're not working hard enough. You'll never reach the top. You don't want it. We all know their aspirations are to marry another Kardashian. Blood pressure and more. So basically, the article is asking, um, can sports content partners let people gamble on those metrics? It's talking about the possibility of gambling on what the blood pressure of an athlete is going to be <laughs> or their awesome. heart rate. Well, I think, I think it would be more beneficial to use those numbers to guess if they're going to make a shot late in the game. Right. 
I don't know if you'd want to use those numbers to say, like, are we looking at an average of them over time? They're going to be have a blood pressure of this. I think Blake's right. I think it's more so you're looking at, like, are they going to make a shot? Are they so worn down that they won't be able to be to catch that long pass to make that three pointer? It will be big. It will be big for. Uh, I think analytics and then the, and the I feel analyzing it's more informative than it would be. It'd be much harder to guess because your blood pressure from one second to the other could drop. I almost feel like that'd be a great stat to use for pitchers because they only have so many pitches in a game. And sometimes it's hard for them to tell when they need to, you know, step back and let someone else take it over. I think that's a great baseball stat between hitters and pitchers. And then you could sure. tell if it was just like the difference between velocity was like mm-hmm. f- from fatigue or from something else. Right. I think it would be great to also hand? see how little effort statistically that James Harden is putting into defense. <laughs> <laughs> or into realizing what mask he's wearing, apparently. Did anyone hear about that? I did. I did. <laughs> they covered his beard. <laughs> That's just... Oh. I guess in that article, the real question is, what are they using it to gamble on? Because if it's... Not to make these late game decisions. If you're just using it to determine, oh, I think they're going to average heart rate's going to be here. I, that's a silly thing to bet on. I mean, that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, especially because over an 82 game season, right? Like, I mean, I guess you could be like, oh, this is a big game. They're going to have their heart rate up. But, but athletes, you, I mean, professional athletes are trained in a way that every game is a big game. So you're not looking at it from uh, one of the unless next. you're LeBron during the regular season. Correct. <laughs> right. There are those exceptions. Yeah. But... B- basically, all that we've been talking about is what they're going to use those uh, metrics for. So it's going to basically be how available is that to gamblers. So like, is I don't that, think it should be. I don't think like it should be either. Private information too... is that something that should be held back? I feel like it, if the players want to allow that information to be put out there, they should get some type of compensation. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, what the article talks about is their CBA Players Association and their NBA league, particularly talking about basketball and a collective bargaining agreement on what they should be compensated if that data was to come out or if it should be allowed in general. I think it should be per player. I think that should be a per player decision because I feel like that's a very personal but thing. Like The only you, problem is them being in a union is going to make it hard to be per player because unions work as a whole. Yeah, but each player has their own physical needs and stuff, and that could, I, I don't that think could be detrimental would. to them being able to play because you don't have to let the public know if you're on some type of medicine or something. I feel like that almost hits a HIPAA violation at that point, and I don't think that's a good idea. I just don't think any. I don't think the players' union would allow it because then what happens if you notice someone's blood pressure is high whenever they go to another city and they got to answer for the nightlife like James Harden's sex club activity? Like you could use that. That would be detrimental to the player, like you said. Like for someone to know that, because there's certain signs and they could study it. Yep. Even more closely, like, oh, he was drinking. And then how many doctors do you have to have on hand? People are going to hire doctors to represent their bets, right, to represent <laughs> these things. You're going to have to have doctors on different uni- – I mean, that's just – that's a whole other realm of things. That's a whole other set of money that I don't think is necessary to gamble. These people who are discussing this, I think, have gambling problems. <laughs> like, I think those people need the 1-800-GAMBLING hotline. Like, you have an issue if you want to bet on their bodily stats. I think that's a larger issue at hand. All right, for uh, the next topic, we have a Louisiana man who is facing charges for swimming in a sporting goods store fish tank. Okay, Louisiana or Louisville? Louisiana? No, this is Louisiana. Okay, so this is like New Orleans, Louisiana, maybe. Yeah, no, I mean, I didn't specifically say New Orleans, but it it could be. It's likely. I I, got to know it's the deep south. 
It is deep south. It is deep south. He was in a sporting goods store, and he decided to swim in the sporting goods store fish tank. That reminds me of a Venom moment. Has anyone ever tried to do that? Wanted to do that? Wishing well ponds. Did you ever think of like diving in there? Oh, I've I've stepped into a wishing well pond for sure. Wishes? No. (laughs) No, because you leave the pennies. You don't get a wish for anything other than pennies. I mean, we did that in college. We had a fountain on campus that, as seniors, that was the expectation that you would go some type of swimming, whether it was skinny dipping or actual swimming, in the little three, four-foot little fountain meter there. That was your expectation. So, I don't know. This doesn't seem... I mean, maybe swimming in the fish tank is a whole different level. Were there fish? Was there actually water? (laughs) Yeah, there was fish. He just decided to go for a swim. It's hot. It's Louisiana. It's the South. I don't think this man did anything wrong. Outdoor sporting goods store. So... Dude could go to the ocean. Come oh, on, you're well, a hold ocean on, bordering Hold state. on, is it exotic fish? Because if it's like goldfish and shit, yeah, let him swim. He's not going to kill it. No, exotic, exotic fish, fish, you could, who knows, maybe the oils on his body could taint the water and kill them. Fair. It was exotic fish. Oh, yeah, then this dude's a fucking asshole. It's going to cost the store thousands of dollars. Also, why is an outdoor sporting goods store selling fish? I feel like that's not a thing up north. It's not. For, it's not for selling. So if you go to any like, yeah, it's decoration. So if you go to any like big sporting goods stores, uh, major Cabela's, Bass Pro, Dicks. it's it's almost like a museum as much as it is a retail store. They want to give you that outdoorsy feel. Yeah, you know, you see those fish and you're like, wow. So like I you're gonna walk, you're gonna walk in and you're gonna see trophy deer hung up, uh, stuffed right. bears. You're going to see, like, real animals brought to you. They're going to do little scenes. It's, like, interior decorating for um, hunters, That's essentially. That's so interesting. Yeah. They were, you've never been to one of these places? So I've been to, like, different, like, shooting ranges and stuff that they have the ability to buy things and to use, like, the guns and archery and whatever. But, no, I've never been to, like, a Cabela's. I've been to, like, a Dick's, which I know is not what we're talking about. But yeah. So I've never been to a Cabela's. The way a Dick's would be, like, outfitted with sport activity, imagine that yeah, just like being outdoor sport activity. Interesting. Essentially. So usually, like, just their upper floor. Yes. And so they – no, not just their upper floor. So this – I mean, the entire place is, is but, decorated. But it's decorated as if it is their upper floor with higher yeah, level so decorations like, and things like that. You just have, like, little scenes. So, like, say you do, like, a, a background with a forest, and then you have, like, actual stuffed deer, like, put into the area, and they have – it's made to look like it is, a, like, a picture of nature right there. It just sounds a bit aggressive. And then they sell and do merchandising, like, in front of those scenes. Because it really put you in that situation. Yeah. That's some really aggressive marketing. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. But, I mean, that's you're dealing with people that actually are out in the wild and doing that, so they enjoy right? it. I'm picturing, like, an REI, but, like, for hunters. Yes. That's what I'm picturing. And I got one last story in the news today. Um, the Federal Reserve announced that there is a shortage of coinage. I and did they are know asking that. for people to have either exact change or use credit. Didn't we see that in the I saw, I saw that CBS in some story We did. No, no. Where's that all is the one coinage? conspiracy theory. I will say, fuck that. You, how is there a coin shortage? Are people out there eating it? No. No, people aren't spending cash, though, because places are saying not to spend cash. Therefore, places that don't have cash, people that have dollars. So it's not necessarily a shortage of coins by the reserve. I think it's more so a shortage of coins on the market because people are told not to buy in cash. So when the random people do buy in cash... 
places aren't getting coins in because there's no ability to give coins back out. I think it's because we're all like watching streaming at home and the couch cushions are getting real full of all of our change falling out of our pockets and nobody's digging for it because we don't want to we don't want to get the germs from the coins. Yeah, but at that point it's your germs. Or maybe it's that nobody's picking up the coins they fall on the street, they find on the street because they don't want to get those the germs. coins. So. so we just got a lazy bunch of people now. Nobody maybe. wants to get those coins. It's possible. I don't know. Where are the coins going, folks? Oh, Who has the coins? Into the wishing fountains. Jeff Bezos have the coins? A lot of people are making wishes nowadays. Tell you, I think everybody has the coins. I really think because there's been this push to not exchange physical money that carries germs. Do I you, think that's the reason why. Do you think it could be lucrative okay, to be for, one guy searching out all the coins that are all, missing? He's I'm hoarding sure. them. You cannot tell me that making everyone pay with a credit card is that much cleaner it's not. Than paying with cash. It's well, not. Well, it is because you're not handing that credit card over. I'm not handing my credit card over to the cashier. I'm putting it in the thing. Uh, I mean, but so every restaurant that you hand your, ca- your credit card over. I mean, when I've gone out recently, it's been that I can do it right there at the table. Most places I've been to where I've sat down like a B-dubs and stuff, they still take my card. But they should be wearing gloves to take your card. And again... They're not changing them every time. Correct. So you're sticking that in your wallet. Right. I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying there has been this huge push to not use cash. Right. And I think that's why there is no change to go around. Because usually places, banks would collect that cash. I don't think people are putting money in the bank. I think that's a huge issue right now because I don't think people are taking any physical money. They're making coin collections. I think the, the black market is running at a whole different level right now and they're not using cash. And I think that's a huge issue for a lot of banks because where's the cash going? It's just sitting in people. It's not actually transferring hands. I think that's becoming a larger issue for the banks because the banks are who collect that and then send it back to the reserve and get the new and updated coins. And I think that's how the reserve is saying, where are the coins? They're not here. Why don't we have them? I mean, they know why they have them or don't have them. Like you, If you know why they don't have Correct. them, they know why they don't have it. But them. I think it's also a huge push to cause people to spend money right now to say, we don't have this, so go out and spend your coins, right? It's a huge push, I think, to force people to spend money, right? Because we we got a stimulus and nobody's using it, so spend it. Got secrets over there? In the yeah, corner? they got some couch secrets in the corner. Having a secret relationship over I think there. we should do an impromptu and so confusion. And I want to ask John. Please don't. Following this world pandemic, how does the United States come out of this recession? What do we have to do? How do we react? Like, what's going on? If you're president, what do you do? Is it a recession right now, though? I don't know, John. You tell us. Well, I'll tell you one thing. We need to get these coins back in circulation because that's going to get the spending up. It's going to get the market going again. And a working market is a happy market. Is, is this me giving a presidential That's address? That's a very conservative thought. No, I want to keep going. Um, okay. So what inch. should we do? Well, we wanna we wanna get the people feeling comfortable about going out and spending their money again. Otherwise, the market's gonna become stagnant. How do we get them? How do we get them out there? What What are the steps to do that? Well, first, we need to make sure it's a safe environment and we're our businesses are taking the proper protocol so that people can feel safe going to shop, going to spend their money. Otherwise, they're not going to. Well, online shopping could be getting stuff going there. Um, that FedEx could be like a boom start there. renting the, what is it, the Penske trucks or whatever. They're renting those out right now. They're, they don't want to buy trucks because they're afraid this isn't going to last. Oh. How That's do we online shop for going out to restaurants, John? Well... You can uh, their website. 
<laughs> you can just order the food to Grubhub, be delivered, I Door guess. DoorDash, yeah. Uber Eats. There's so many options there, Matt. What kind of question was that? But for eating out. I'm but how do you replace that experience? All right, let's get. That's down why they to have it. margaritas to go now, guys. Come on. National mask requirement. Should we do it? Should we not? As a, as an, uh, as a matter of uh, national law, do you mandate that everyone wears a mask? Go. Do I mandate it? Wow. Do I have to answer it quickly, or can I think a little bit? Yeah, well, I'll hop in just to give you some time, but you better be ready by the time I'm done, <laughs> unless McKenna has something she wants to say. Right. Maybe. Be- because I would say if it truly is what you think is supposed to be done, then just mandate it. Like, don't – if it's the only way that you think to stop a lockdown again, just mandate it. If it doesn't work, then you lock it down again. You tried, and it's really not – everyone here is – heard me say that I want to get back out there and fucking do things and like I just don't want another lockdown I would just I'll wear my mask if it's the law I haven't worn it as much as other people have because I wasn't mandated but anytime I've had to go in somewhere I do it I don't mind following the fucking law if it just helps in any way shape or form and I guess here's what I'll say to that is I don't think it could ever become a national law because I think you'd have a lot of states saying that that breaks state laws, that you can't, that's something that the federal government cannot control and mandate. But I do think that states should stop picking and choosing. For example, Ohio stopped picking and choosing counties that are issues, and you really just mandate it to the state because I cross over county lines all the time for my job, and I don't know what those lines are. Right. I, I'm sometimes I know what they are because I travel them often. But if I'm going further south counties when I'm going into Pennsylvania, which now is not a thing. Right. Those are very differing county lines. And so Cuyahoga's on a Cuyahoga. 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 <laughs> I'm hungry, guys. Don't mind me. <laughs> Cuyahoga County is on a restriction, but Geauga County isn't. Summit County wasn't. I don't know if they are now or not. Lake County isn't. So I'm transferring from county to county. But that doesn't say mean that's, that that's a good thing for those counties. Yeah, at the state level, I think you should be all or nothing. As far as at a national level, even if it was possible, I wouldn't mandate it, and I'll tell you why. Because that's not the way that you instill the values of self-sacrifice into a country. We need to harbor these sorts of values at the family unit level, and it shouldn't even be an issue. It shouldn't be something where we have to force people to do something like this. Hey, I'm uh, just wondering if you happen to know a law that federal law has made that states didn't want to go along with, but then they were told they wouldn't get funding if they didn't, wouldn't go along with it, and it's literally imposing values onto people. And do you know what it is? I uh, do. I know an old uh, one, not a present one. I know – well, I know the the one I think of is the drinking age. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so the drinking age was moved up to 21, and they said that they want to give you uh, transportation funding, I believe it is. They, they, they were funding to fix your roads. They, there was a variety of things that they chose. Yeah. I, I think, think the big one was funding for fixing roads for, for through federal So there plans. is a pathway to do it, even if states don't want to agree with it. Right. I just think this is something that will be so short-term that it doesn't make sense to do something like that. I kind of think the other way is because it would be so short term, you got to get everyone on board as quickly as possible. But we also know the government is going to be able to push. They're not going to push that money out quickly. They can't. According to the reserve, they don't have the change, but they can't push that money out quickly. They never have. It always is a four to five year process to get that money. States don't want to see that. Florida, especially, you want to talk about a state that's really not liking mandates. Florida is the big one. I California mean, fucking Florida can fall off this map. 
<laughs> Florida, California, Texas could all shoot themselves away from the United States and still do whatever they Family want to do. Family values. That's where it all comes down to. I'll say it every time, political or not, that's where it all comes from the ground up in so this like country. the family value of hey don't don't do anything that could kill someone else yeah I exactly mean, I mean, just think about like those weird families that go to disney and wear the so, same i like, think we finally shirts. hit the inconfusion hey point. those families are very well put together i know i yeah I, my I, family I, doesn't do that i so don't mean good. to offend you but like they no, just no. add the mask and have like their own family mask you know? I mean, that's what's going on in Disneyland and Disney World right now with families. Absolutely. I heard a double mask initiative is in order. A double mask? Please. <laughs> Just wear the, what is it, N95 mask? But I believe this concludes so in confusion. Yeah, I don't even know where we started yeah. with this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he said not to mandate masks, and then when I put on the family values thing, he was he like, like, mandate yeah. them. <laughs> well, if it's going to make it a family value, sure, mandate it. <laughs> Otherwise, don't. You do it as a family or don't do it as a family? <laughs> well, can we quickly talk about the ages, though? The minimum age to wear masks? In some states, it's two. In some states, it's ten. In some states, it's five years old. How do you... Oh, what? I've never even thought about that. What the heck? I, I could see... Mask, I could see... Yeah. Uh, yeah, according to I some c- states, they think it's fine. I could see, like, no, like five. <laughs> yeah, that's I what I'm saying. Disagree. Like, uh, infants and toddlers, I get, and, but you could mm-hmm. put them in a... like. Passionet, like cover them up. Like there's okay. ways to cover them. So I don't remember what Disney's restrictions are, but I thought it, it was pretty young. I mean, I, how hard could it be for me to find it online? But it was pretty young. I was pretty amazed by the restrictions. Well, Disney World recently updated their websites to include that you are required to wear a face mask um, to two years, two years of age and older. That's pretty low. I guess they're saying deep. if you can walk. I guess it's kind of like would be the cutoff point because around two is when you're ex- most people are expected to be. Yeah, but kids up to the age of six are still choking in hazards. Strollers. I mean, yeah. like the st- I when we went to Disney, I had a stroller and I was six. Are you kidding me? I was in a stroller and I was four. You think a any kid under the age of like seven is going to walk around a park for two hours a day? That's a joke. And that kind of heat, you're well, kidding you yourself. Know, expect them to not be like taking it on and off. It's ridiculous. Right. I, I mean that part. How do you manage that? I mean, they are only requiring the, what is it, the double fabric. The neck garter things are not allowed, whatever those things are. They don't allow those, and they're telling people not to wear the N95 masks because they actually will hurt your face in the heat and leave, like, blisters on your face. So they're doing, like, the double thick fabric masks are what they're recommending, and they have certain stipulations in order. But I just think the age thing is pretty interesting that it differs state by state and even like organization by organization to me is pretty, pretty wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to differ state by state just based on different people making the rules. That's why yeah. you have the federal government trying like that makes certain things. Right. But that just goes back to what we just were. And I don't think they should mandate a child's face coverings, mm-hmm. but you get just, I think it should be more, if you don't want to put your face mask on a kid or you don't want to cover them up in a way that is similar, then don't take them out in public. But I do think the dilemma with that is people that wear face masks, it is so that you don't spread what you have to other people. It's not to protect yourself. It's to protect others. And I think that's what we all forget about, that you could have a kid that has COVID that has survived and be able to spread that to other people. I think well, that's what we forget. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you're not if you're not willing to put a face mask on the child, this is everyone, and I know you're saying protection versus not giving mm-hmm. it away, but it should be like 
you don't want to put a face mask on your kid, then they shouldn't be out because then either they could get it more likely from right. other kids not wearing it, or they could spread it to other kids not wearing it. No, I agree with that. Absolutely. So it's just if you don't want them, that's a personal choice, but should be if you don't want them to wear a mask, you don't feel it's safe for them or to cover them in a certain way, then don't go out in public. I feel that. But yeah, it's I, a very interesting issue. I think that's a good spot to end the show, though. Run a little bit long, but that's okay, because we had two guests today. Thank you, McKenna, for stepping up to the plate. Yeah, this is Everyone fun. say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. We love you. See ya.